Hey guys, Tom Ulrich and Sean Quigley here from the podcast What's Going On Here. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. And to get in touch with us, uh, just go to our Facebook page and leave a message or email us at what's going on here podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, guys. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode eight of What's Going On Here, the podcast. Um, my name is Tomo Lubrick, and to my right is young Sean Quigley. Sean? Hello. Uh, it's very um, optimistic, the idea of thinking that there are ladies and gentlemen listening to this podcast. What? I don't see why they couldn't. Just the idea of gentlemen listening to this podcast. Oh, oh gentlemen. I thought you were talking about the ladies listening to a podcast. Well, I mean, we pr- to be fair, there's... I imagine we're pretty male heavy on the spectrum. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe I don't know. They, I, I, I bet you there's more than one nice lady that loves our dulcet tones. Well, that, it could, could be. It's not my wife, but <laughs> <laughs> not mine either. <laughs> so, folks, uh, we're doing episode eight here. And for those of you who don't know, just a real quick recap: we generally watch uh, a TV show or movie that few people have heard of or know. And we watch, we catch an episode of it, usually the first episode or something, and then watch the middle 20 minutes of it. Mm. And more often than not, it's a foreign language show. Yep. And we don't know what's going on because we turn off the subtitles. We watch the middle 20 minutes, and then we try to figure out what's going on here. Mm. Yeah. And also, what we do in conjunction with that is review local eateries and local brews when possible. So, today's show is actually a Korean TV show called Boys Over Flowers. And it was in the TV shows with a strong female character. Strong female lead. lead. Mm. Strong female lead. And the show is called Boys Over Flowers. So we watched that, 20 minutes of that. And we're reviewing Jamaican Delight Restaurant, which is on 463 South Washington Avenue in Bergenfield. And we had their spicy beef patties and Mm. cocoa bread. Yes. And our brew is from the Flying Fish Brewing Company from Somerdale, New Jersey. And we are reviewing the Pescado Dorado, which is an ale brewed with apricot and saffron and aged in Jose Cuervo Tradicional barrels. Mm. You picked this one, I believe. I did, I did. I picked it up. It sounded suitably posh and fancy. It does. Um, it it I wanted something a little, you know, it's the, the weather, uh, unless you're listening to this in like winter time or, you know, if you're listening to Australia. Down below, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very horrible very, right now. Yeah, we've had a, a, a serious heat wave for the last few days. Yeah. It's been like 95 and up for four days running now. Yeah. Which, I mean, for most people, it doesn't sound like a lot, but we literally went from, it was literally like 59 degrees one day, mm. then it was like... 79 and then it was 95. It's very dramatic, especially for me, because I'm still on Celsius, although yeah. I'm, I'm used to the Fahrenheit now. But and the Americans running around saying everything's 95 degrees, 99 degrees, 100 degrees, and I, I'm running around looking to try and like <laughs> just stop the blood from within me boiling over because I know I'm good, you know, good 
Biology boy. Yes. Oh my god, it's boiling point. It's bo- yes. Boiling point. You we're... you are afraid that you're the frog in the pot, literally. I am. <laughs> I am worried. So and then I'm oh no. Oh it's just th- oh it's 34 degrees. Okay. It's funny you should mention that because when I came to the country with my mom, I was 13 years old. When we left, I was six, so I didn't really know about Fahrenheit and Celsius. Mm. So we come back and I'm coming back from Europe and Celsius. And we land in January. And my mother insists that I have my big winter coat because we left, you know, Croatia in January or the former Yugoslavia at the time. And I'm like, okay. And then the pilot lines, this is local temperature is 49 degrees. <laughs> or, no, no, 45. And I wig out because, you know, I'm 13 years old and I'm like, oh, and my mother's like, what are you doing? I'm like, it's 45 degrees out there. I'm putting on this freaking coat. And she's like, don't be stupid. It's Fahrenheit, you know. And I'm like, what are you talking? And of course, we go out and it's 45 degrees Fahrenheit. But mm. so that was, yeah, that was like, and I, I got over that shock really fast at the airport. Yeah. And then, of course, being, you know, kind of OCD, I had to figure out what the formula was so I can recalculate real quick and it never left me. Yeah. Nine fifths Celsius plus thirty-two equals Fahrenheit. So in case you want to rebalance that equation, you can work your Celsius from Fahrenheit. I have an iPhone, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're not plugging iPhones here, guy. <laughs> Don't just kinda of, kinda of throw that around. Okay, let's balance it out. I Apple are an evil company. Steve Jobs was a evil bad mastermind. Man. Yes. Yes. But he died, so everything's been balanced. <laughs> Wow. Okay. I don't think that was quite what we intended. So anyway, let's pour ourselves so we can start our show. Some of this flying fish pescado dorado. I don't know if the microphone is picking up the sound, but it is very pleasing. That is a very pleasing sound. Isn't it? Whenever we go to the cinema and I hear that sound, they play of like, you know, Coke. Yeah. It's like, oh, you f- oh, uh, yeah. oh, I need a Coke right now. I don't <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like, I don't want the Coke. Do you have beer? <laughs> That's why the Alamo House is a oh, yeah. nice theater. It's like, you know, it's funny. It's like, all, all I can think is Pulp Fiction. And you could get a glass of beer in the theater in Amsterdam. <laughs> and I'm not talking no paper cup. I'm talking about a glass of beer. And then I remember, like, oh, yeah, in Europe, you used to be able to get... There was a bar, like, literally right outside the theater. Mm-hmm. And you could buy drinks and, you know... Uh, uh, um, Pretzel sticks and popcorn and that kind of stuff if you wanted to. Yeah. But, you know, you could have a scotch and go into the and watch a movie. <laughs> like, literally. Yeah. So, that, when I found out about the Alamo House, I was like, there's such a place here? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I like kudos, that. Kudos to them. Kudos to them. Yeah. Well, all right, so I'm looking at the color, and the color is really quite lovely. Mm, it is very... Um, amber. Amber, yes. It's very amber. It's got a really nice head on it, the beer does. Very clear. Ooh. Tell Ooh, us. I can, I can smell the apricot. Mm. Smell all sorts of things going on there. Oh, that's wow. Flying fish, folks. This is. That's nice. Mm. No? No, and yeah, no, that's good. That's nice. Ooh, there's a bunch of nice things going on there. Yes. I could definitely taste the apricot. Oh, yeah, this is a good, this is a nice beer. I can taste that there's um, spirit in there as well. That, that, the, 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 the alcohol, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can taste that. Almost like there's a boiler, like it's a boiler maker. You drop a shot of booze in the beer. And no, I can, it. yeah, I can't taste it. I have a small cut on my tongue 
and it slightly burned. It's <laughs> burned out. <laughs> well, they, it did. A, uh, that's a nice beer. Mm. Oh yeah, and it comes in a big bottle too. It's a uh, one pint, nine point four fluid ounces. So that is twenty five point four fluid ounces, people. And it's ABV eight percent. So not a uh, weak beer. But you know what? It doesn't taste like a heavy beer. Mm. Well, well, I guess part of it, well, it's an ale, but it's a really, really nice ale. Yeah. I like it. Good job, people mm. at Flying Fish. And then we had mm. the beef patties. Now, I've been familiar with these beef patties. Uh, Sean, this is the first time you had... Is this the first time you had beef patties in the U.S., or is this the first time you've had these guys? Um, it's the first... Uh, yeah, it's the first one I've had them in the US. Okay. Um, and your assessment? Mm, uh, no, really nice, really good. I like the beef. Uh, it's just the perfect kind of mixture of um, spice, spice, yeah, and not too spicy. Right, right, right. It, it won't burn your the the roof of your mouth off, but it definitely has a bite to it. Mm. It's very it's nice. nice. The pastry is very flaky, and the cocoa bread that comes with it is a real nice. Uh, yeah, Gosh. it's no, it's, it is. It's very good. I, I, it's funny to eat because it's. I had a um, last night I, when I was on the the sofa with Mia Barath, we were watching the <laughs> telly box, mm-hmm. and I said, you know, I'm really in the mood for a pasty right now, which is an English patty, the, the English version of a patty, right? A pasty. Ah, is, that's uh, what strippers put on their nipples in mm-hmm. the US. Ah, uh, yes, yes, of course, tasties. Well, they also do. If you go to Cornwall, which is where pa- pasties are from, you can get a postcard with plenty of plenty of comic postcards where you have women on the beach w- with pasties being used as pasties. Ah, uh, gotcha. They, they, there's a lot. That's a very big thing in Cornwall. Pasties covering boobs. Okay. Postcards are a big thing. Comic postcards in England. In touristy spots, yeah. But lots of like sexual humor. Oh, lots well, of ooh. But but that's but that's Europe. That's yeah. always the case. Yeah, they love they they you know they love that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. What are you gonna do? But um, yeah. So Jamaican Delight makes these, and like I said, they're on Washington Avenue in Bergenfield, and they're actually a very standard little Jamaican takeout place, and you can get oxtail, and they had jerk chicken, and and goat curry, and and beef curry, and mm-hmm. so you can get a lot of traditional stuff there, and varies them. They also have, um, I believe they have vegetarian patties that you can get. You can get mild beef patties, chicken uh, patties. So please, by all means, go in there and check it out because they're friendly. And cheap as well. And they're inexpensive, yeah. Because we had, what, we had six patties and two cocoa breads and it was 14 bucks. Oh, yeah. And I mean, this is plenty of food for dinner. No, it's cheaper for two than, guys. Cheaper than McDonald's. Sure. Well, yeah, because we, I mean, it was seven bucks a pop. Yeah, not, you're not getting a you're not getting a meal at McDonald's for seven bucks. No, <laughs> not and anymore. The, the thing about McDonald's, my my father-in-law says about McDonald's, which is a great a great line, is um, you you don't leave McDonald's feeling full, you just leave feeling different. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a great line. I like that. <laughs> you feel feeling different. It's, it's, almost like a, it's almost like a prison sentence. It is. You don't feel accomplished. You feel different. It's true. Ever since I heard that, ever since I've had a McDonald's since, I thought, I'm hungry. McDonald's is why, and then I leave, and I'm like, 
But it's a sort of hunger thing, but it did something. <laughs> I can feel that there's something in my body, yeah. almost like, you know, maybe like a belly popping alien or something. <laughs> but I don't feel like satiated. I don't feel like I'm. Don't bring up alien covenants, okay? Yeah. <laughs> People will get the wrong idea. Yeah. <laughs> so, to our show then Boys Over Flowers. And mm. the category was shows with strong feminine leads. It's strong female leads. Not female. strong sorry, feminine yes, leads. Yes, terribly sorry. Just yes. like, I don't <laughs> yeah. know what. RuPaul. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> In drag. No, no, no. Strong female leads. You're absolutely right. Um, so we put episode one, mm. and we watched the middle 20 minutes. Turn off the subtitle, so we really have no idea what's going on. The show is Korean. Yeah. And it starts off with... South Koreans. Well... As we... Yes, well, I'm fairly certain North Korean television doesn't go out much. Which... It, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it's... It's, it's, it's a little more... Um, I think they, well, they do have TV, though. I mean, they had... In North Korea? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they have TV, but I'm pretty sure, like, uh, the North Korean TV show would be like, oh, let's watch Kim Jong-un eat, like, carrots today, because... It's, it's, I think it's a lot of like, um, oh, and you just minutes, missed 10 minutes ago. Uh, Supreme Leader Kim Jong, which one is it this time? Uh, un, 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 I don't know. Not ill. Uh, Kim Jong Un just uh, uh, beat uh, Usain Bolt's record for the 100 meter sprint. That's right. But you, unfortunately, the cameras weren't there <laughs> no. to take it. But we will give him the gold medal. He ran straight from the race uh, into. A car and is now in a car race and he's also defeating the Imperial Dogs. Yes. On his, whilst on his phone. Or something. <laughs> I don't know. That's what you think is going on. I, I did see a good documentary about North Korea where, you know, someone was in... North, there's a couple of them on Netflix, actually. It's not the one with Seth Rogen, is it? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> documentary where someone goes around and they let you film and, you know, but you have to go with the designated routes and the tour guides yeah. and they show you whatever and... Like they have whole museums. They've a lot of the public money is spent on museums mm -hmm. and all things to just make North Korea, you know, for people to see. Look how great North Korea is! Mm -hmm. and it, it's hilarious. It's brilliant. Or they have all these like fake. Donald Trump would love it. All these fake like news museums where documenting all the victories of North Korea and all the failings of America mm -hmm. and uh, and all these times where North Korea defeated uh, America. Oh, it's. And the battles. Very interesting. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a funny old place. We need to find actually a documentary to review. That's true. That is because, true. I mean, I don't know if there are any like foreign language documentaries on Netflix, but like just a, something completely mm. out of left field. I don't know. It's just going to be like 20 minutes of just people speaking language you don't understand just talking heads just talking at a camera just in whatever language that's right and then it'll show like Bjorn Gunderson yeah and then they'll gynecologist show, <laughs> they'll show a beetle that's right they make a clever joke referring to beetles yes so the, the show opens up in our like the beginning of it Apparently someone's been bullied. Some kid had like a 
Gatorade or a Sunny Delight or something like that <laughs> thrown on him because it was very orange. Mm. And this is obviously obviously some uh, a, a prep school of some sort or private school because all the kids are wearing uniforms. Yes. And this is high school, clearly not, you know, uh, junior high or anything. Mm. The kids are pretty big. And then we see, was it our hero? And she kind of talks to somebody in a crowd of kids and they all leave. And then the three girls who are like the, you know, Josie and the Pussycats of the school oh, yeah. come over and they introduce themselves. And the two girls, one girl goes and she says her name and the second girl goes and says her name. And the third girl goes and she says, Miranda. And we and both Sean and I were just like, I like Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> Probably because we understood what her name was. Mm. And they were like, I guess, I don't know, were they the Spice Girls or... They were just like the three most popular girls in school, obviously. Yeah. And so they torment our hero, because she's obviously the hero. I have no idea what her name is. No, I have no idea what her name is. Cupcake. The character. What is it? Cupcake. Cupcake works? Cupcake, cupcake works, cupcake. why not? As long as that's not chauvinist or anything. But, um, <laughs> Cupcake... <laughs> uh, pound cake, then. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, so, Pound Cake, uh... <laughs> Pound cake, uh, 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 um, I guess, faces them down, but she doesn't really face them down. She feels kind of like embarrassed about it. And then the scene after that is she's back in her house, and ob- it, or well, maybe it's not obvious, but to me it seemed like oh, she's talking to a little boy, and that's her brother, and he's going online and looking up all these like young rich guys that are like super rich. They're showing all the things they do. This guy owns a company. This guy's dressed like. Huggy Bear from uh, uh, Starsky and Hutch, and he's got money because he's always walking around with a mink, and he had a cane, and yeah. all sorts of like rooms just filled with shoes, and people are putting shoes on for them. So, and the kid goes through four of them, and I was confused because I thought that maybe he was like looking up a like Tinder for her or something. I wasn't. That kind of threw me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. Was it? They weren't the guys who were then in the school, were they? Mm-hmm. Oh, they were. They were, yeah. Okay, so I'm. So they were I'm all like loaded, like they were like yeah, filthy I'm rich. Her brother is doing some research online. Who's coming to the school? Who's at the school? Like these are the people that are already at the school, mm. so you know what you're dealing with, sort of business. Yes. I assume she got some sort of scholarship to go there or something. Yes, I'm glad you mentioned that because we'll come back to that because I think it, that was kind of heavily well that was pretty much explained I think at least by the actions of the parents yes but um so then the next shot was she's like in the stairwell of her apartment building Uh, and just like railing against the world Uh and my guess is she's railing because um there's a, a about the injustice of being bullied in school and whatever else and she's just carrying on and carrying on and carrying on and then she hears someone just go, mm-hmm. and she looks down the stairwell. It's an exposed stairwell on the side of an apartment building, and she's just yelling to the sky. And then she hears like a noise, and she looks down, and it's one of the guys that the brother was looking up. And he's got that very like rusty, red-orange hairstyle. Yes. So we decided to call him Rusty. 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 And Rusty, and she's like mortified that Rusty heard her. And he comes up, and he's obviously got money because he had like fancy white, like patent leather shoes on, mm. which 
Which begs the question, if he's got so much money, why is he like sleeping in the stairwell of an apartment building? He's got character. Is that what it is? Money, but character. Uh, he he wants to see what the what what the little people live like. I guess so. Or I mean, if he was, if this was like you know New York, he'd just shoot up heroin or something. Mm, right. Do something smack, productive. Smackhead. Yeah. Just for the sake of it, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, that is weird. He was just sitting in that stairwell. You'd assume he wouldn't live there. No, but he 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 got up like he was like napping. Mm. No, he did. You're right. Oh, you know what? Yeah. He's the eccentric millionaire. Mm. You know what I mean? He's going to go live as a hobo for like over the summer instead of like, you know, flying to Spain and looking at culture. Yeah. Okay. Kind of. That's mm-hmm. what I'm guessing is. Yeah. Maybe that's it. And then he goes and talks to her and he chats her up a little bit and, and laughs a little bit and leaves. She's mortified. Yeah. Like totally embarrassed. Uh, oh my God. That was like an oh my God moment. Right. Face palm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're in school the next day and Josie and the or Miranda and the two pussycats come and like pester her again. Yeah. And she kind of It's just when she's stuffing her face with food. Or not. Yes, yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, she's stuffing her face with food at lunch. Yeah. And they come over basically telling her how stinky her food is because she obviously brought food from home. Yes. And they try to like spray perfume over it and she like covers up her food because she's like, you know, screw you guys kind of. And literally like food clinging to the sides of her mouth. She's like got no shame about it. She's not feeling bad about it at all that you she's just eating. Wanna, you just wanted to just kick him in the cunt or something. <laughs> <laughs> what? Who, <laughs> pound cake? <laughs> yeah, no, I want her to, yes. Oh, you know. want pound cake to, oh, to yeah. kick Miranda and the pussy cats? <laughs> Yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just like a good tip punch. A good punch. <laughs> right right in the bunghole. <laughs> Nobody ever expects to get punched in the bunghole. So there's yeah. no defense for it. Yeah. 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 And and they try to spray perfume and she basically tells them to kind of like bug her off. Mm. And then all of a sudden some noise comes. And I don't know, was it a school bell? This is obviously the cafeteria where she's eating in school. Yeah. And it's a big posh, fancy like prep school, private school, whatever it is, because all the kids are in the same uniforms. The girls all have like like plaid mini skirts with like knee high socks. Yeah, it's very which cool. which is like you know it, it's like a Gary Glitter wet dream. Like first of all, it's like oh, was Gary Glitter designing this? You know, like little kids dressed like sex toys. Yeah, I, I they must know. only hire like eunuchs to be the gym teachers. Y- right, right, and and then a bunch of boys in, in suits. Oh. And so the, uh, there's a commotion, there's some noise, and all the kids get excited and run out of the cafeteria, and Pound Cake is still stuffing her face, mm-hmm. and another girl comes over and basically, like, befriends her. Yes. And, and she had, like, wavy hair, so we called her Curly Q, and she had a big, like, mm-hmm. pink ribbon in her hair. Like yeah. Like a star or flower it's or something. A flower. Yeah, whatever. So, <clears throat> then they go out, and the four guys that the little brother showed her on the computer... Uh, come in and then the richest one is in the lead obviously and he's literally literally dressed like huggy bear from mm. starsky and hutch yeah. like with a mink coat on and they walk in and it's just it's just like douchebag danny in france i mean it's mm-hmm. it's so obviously that they're all such douches and rusty's part of the four of them mm-hmm. but rusty like i said he has character because he, he sleeps in stairwells i suppose yeah 
And all the kids are there to greet them, like super excited, like the rock stars. And then the crowd parts, and one girl comes out with a cake that she made for Douchebag Danny, the lead guy. Mini cake. And it literally says in English, mini cake on the box that the cake is resting <laughs> on. So, which I was just like, where, did they buy that at Target? Where, where, where did they get that? How did they get that there? Anyway, so it's obviously easy to foresee Douchebag Danny's going to slap her in the face with the cake. Because first he takes the cake and yeah. all the kids are like excited. Mm-hmm. And the girl who made the cake or bought the cake is just about driven to tears at how happy she is. Of course, Douchebag Danny has to live up to his just pose and he slaps the cake in the girl's face. Mm-hmm. And she's all upset. And they all go to console her. And he had, Douchebag Danny had like, like, uh, what you call it, icing on his hands. Mm-hmm. And he takes from Miranda's like lead girl, like her handkerchief to wipe his hand and then he gives it back to her. And the three girls start fighting over the oh, handkerchief. Oh, he just throws it on the floor. He, yeah, that's right. He just drops it on the floor. That's oh, right. Like It was the perfect move. It was. It was the perfect... What else would you do? Fop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. Oh, he was, was like the Scarlet Pimpernel. He yeah. was. I wish I could live in that time. I wish I could be such a fop like that. <laughs> Taking somebody's kerchief from their pockets. <laughs> yes. And just Wipe yourself. It, tossing it upon the floor and just sauntering off. Yes. Like the libertine. Yeah. Yeah, it was... And then Poundcake is kind of in the way because she's off to the side and she's really pissed. Oh, yeah. Really pissed. And she starts going off and telling them off and a good, like, two, three minute rant. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it goes, bing! And you realize this is all in her head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they basically tell her to get the hell out of the way. Mm-hmm. And she gets out of the way and she's, like, super frustrated now that she didn't come out as the hero that she thought she was. And then I kind of... Lost it for a bit. Where where did it go from there? Was um, it to the pool or to the or to her job at the restaurant, or was it back to her parents' house? I think we've got the order mixed up. I think the restaurant came before that. Scene. Oh, the, the, the restaurant came before. Okay. And I also think a house came before that scene. Did it? I don't know. Well, okay. So if we did miss it, so she there's a scene where she's working in a the restaurant. They're closing, and she has a friend there, and they discuss something. And they're helping to clean up the tables it's before like it closes. It's a Chinese restaurant or something. Yeah, yeah, a Korean restaurant probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looked Korean, I think. Anyway, so she helps in the restaurant. And then they show her at home. And she's at home on the floor. And her mother is putting like cucumbers on her face, like giving her a facial. Mm. She's lying on the floor and she's chewing one of the cucumbers. And her little brother's like pecking the cucumbers and eating them. And her dad is on the floor like ironing her school uniform. Yes. So obviously, like you said, she's without a doubt a smart girl who's the scholarship case. Yeah. Because the parents are going out of their way, the mom's going out of her way to make her pretty to be in school, and her dad is making sure her uniform is in order, and it's a whole family thing because it's a big deal that she's in this school, because obviously, once you go through the school, you, I guess, get the keys to the city. I, I don't know what these things are, but yeah. I've never been to one of these schools, so I don't know what the side benefits are. No. No, the more I think about this, this whole show is pretty much a Korean Monday remake of Tom Brown's School Days. Okay. Are you familiar with Tom Brown's School Days? I am not familiar with Tom. Please enlighten uh, me on Tom Brown's School Days. It is a. Uh, it was a book. Uh-huh. It is a classic English novel, um, and it was a TV. There's been a good few TV adaptations and TV movies that okay. have been made as well. 
and it is set in I guess uh, late 1800s okay um, it is yeah set late 1800s I believe like uh, or maybe it's earlier than that perhaps it's earlier than that do you know when the light brigade was the march the uh, don't you have a Smartphone, uh, I can just yeah, I can just Google it. Myself. Life Brigade. What's <laughs> the uh, Life Brigade? Just don't know that that's around the same time. Um, it was in that time when British people in the army wore those big hats. That was a long time. Oh, from... my phone just dies. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're destined not to know. Yeah, set in the old times though. Okay. And um, it's about this young boy who's a scholarship boy, he's a commoner, who goes to this private school. No, I'm okay. Goes to this private school, rugby. Oh, okay. Uh, which is a very posh prep school okay. in England. It's before pre university, so it's like, um, but it's, you go. Pre universities? Pre, no, no, pre as in like you go before college. Oh, it's oh, a school, oh. but it's. Okay, yeah. It's yeah. A, pre, it, you, you a prep start, school, they call it in the US. Yeah, but you, you, yeah, you go from like, you start at. Age, like uh, six, six, and it goes all the way up to like eighteen. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Prep school, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and um, it's about him. Tom Brown goes there, and it's full of posh, rich, privileged mm. kids, and he gets bullied incessantly, and it's all about bullying and all the different things that goes on, and it was very factual for the time. It was what was going on? And it's about his, you know, time in school. Right, right, right. It's. Yeah, a lot of things are borrowed from it. Over years. It's a very, it's a very, but the the main the main fop is this guy called Flashman. Okay. Who is this character in this? Who is just this big dandy a fop, and he bullies people incessantly, and he's the biggest douche in the world. Ah. Um. But he, we find out later on that when he started, when he was young, he was Bull. young in school and picked on, and then. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, of course, that's how it always works. Yeah, so. but it's this whole system in England in the old day, or even to this day, they still have it in these very posh schools uh-huh. where it's called fagging. Okay. And fags. Okay. And this is where the like term, cigarettes. No, or? no. Okay. It, well, this is where the derogatory term comes from. Okay. Because when you went to, and when you still do, I mean, they say it doesn't exist, but it, it does. Uh-huh. But only in the very elite schools. Right. The Harrows and the Eatons, where all the Prime Ministers go. Right, right, right. Um, and the theory is when you're a, um, you're a first year, uh-huh. you're usually someone's fag. Ah. Which is one of the head boys, one of the older boys, you're basically their slave. You're their servant and they get you to do shit and clean your clothes and get food and do this errand, do that errand, do that. And if you don't, if you aren't good at your job, then uh, they give you a good fagging, which is like beating up and all these like torture things, put you in like a... Oh, I thought you were going to say they bugger them. But... <laughs> oh, the, oh, they definitely do. But we're here about all sorts of other little punishments and torments and various things. Oh, oh, oh. So this is so what you say? This is the carrot. Before you yes. Get sick. <laughs> yeah, and you're someone's fag, and you you'll get fagged out. Okay. And it's called fagging, and then you grow up, and then eventually you end up having your own fag, and that's how that's how Britain was found. That's you know that's how Britain exists. You know, there's a lot of Midwest Americans right now that are saying, I knew it! I knew it! Yeah. <laughs> the country's full of them! Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so in the elites, you wouldn't get this in the common schools. Right, no, because... 
<laughs> taxpayers would be upset about this. <laughs> yeah. Uh. But that's, yeah, and that, and that, that would go on. But uh, yeah, Tom Brown's School is a very good you know, book and uh, uh, whatever. But that is very much, this wouldn't exist without that. Yeah, well, you it know. It was like the original thing that then everything became. I'm like, trying to think, where did that, literature-wise, what would be one of the earliest ones? Like this, word. I mean, because that's just that's just a, 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 a subject and and and, and storyline that's repeated time yeah. and time again in every culture, everywhere around the world. Mm-hmm. You know, the 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 lowly, you know, a, a, a scallion, a, 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 a scullery maid's kid, you know, making it to be the big hero and all that. So, yeah, was yeah. was it Shakespeare? Was it even like? I'm trying to think if there was something in Greek mythology even. I feel like it's one of those things that would be very prevalent in English just because it, the class system we have is very, you know, classist mm-hmm. and it just lends itself to the class system very well. That There's plenty of tales, all of the twist type tales of these. I was going to say King Arthur was sort of like that, right? I guess. Well, I guess knights in a way were like that. You'd be a squire and you'd have to be put through the ringer and then... Well, I'm just saying because he was like kind of like a pauper's kid, wasn't he? Or, or was yeah. he like a, like an orphan and then he pulls out the sword and... Yeah, that's... And the then kind of fights his way and then gains everybody's respect. And yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I don't think it really happened, but yeah. That's what, I, that's what I'm seeing. What do you mean? That's real. <laughs> that's real. Guinevere? That's real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I went to see um, Wonder Woman. Oh, you did? Yes. Um, Saturday with my friend. Went to lo- uh-huh. my friends and we went to Long Island. Very good. Very well done. I, I, yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And, and I guess because Zack Snyder wasn't directing it, it came out really well. Surprisingly enough, he was a producer on it. but oh, and Maybe even a writer. Ooh. Yeah, but uh, they did a good job. We had loud talkers in the theater. Very good. Yeah. And there's a scene, and I'm not trying to be, be a spoiler or whatever, uh-huh. but there's obviously, she's with uh, Steve, uh, was it Trevor? The character's name? Um, Steve Trevor, yeah. Yeah. Steve Trevor. And they're having this sort of semi-romantic moment, mm-hmm. but nothing happens. They're just kind of like dancing in a square. Yeah. You know, World War One. there's... And it, it's it's that romantic moment <laughs> going, and this girl is literally the row in front of me, and probably six seats to my left. And it's quiet, and it's this romantic, moment. and I hear this: "Kiss him, kiss him, kiss him. Oh, for God's sakes, kiss him already! Come on, kiss him!" And I'm literally trying. I mean, I got there a little bit late because traffic was crazy. But if I had like popcorn, I would have thrown popcorn in that direction. <laughs> then I, what I really wanted to do was shout and go, "You kiss him! Shut up!" And it's like, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's yeah, that's I, that's kind of cute. It's kind of cute in a way. But well, I don't like. Yeah, I don't like cinema. I don't like cinema disturbances. No, that's kind of cute in a way. What? Yeah. Yeah. No, the next time I'm bringing you with me, I'll sit yeah. you right next to her. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 But okay, so where do we start? Oh, yeah. So the parents are obviously, the f- whole family is involved in the fact that she's in this school. Uh-huh. And then 
So if we're going with the timeline, she's in the restaurant working. So she's a working girl. Obviously, doesn't have a lot of money because she has to work. Uh-huh. Uh, parents are helping her with her looks and her uniform. And then the next day, she's back in school. I mean, how do we know these even her parents? They could just be some old friends of hers. Some they old... might be, but I, I pointed oh. out her what I assume was her mom. She was hot. I, I would rather the show was about her mom. <laughs> Because she's a very good-looking woman. Could be the, she could be the pimp. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, now this show takes on a whole new flavor. I like this. So what you're saying is the school, it's a, it's a very posh prostitution training center, is what you're saying. Get this. It's a sex school. <laughs> And the kid in the room are like Chip, Madame Potts, and Lumiere, and they're just getting her shit together ready so she can get some booty in school. Yeah, she needs to get up with one of those rich boys in order to Sur- secure their future. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I like where you're going with that. All right. Mm. Okay. So it's a sex school, you're saying? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. It is. It's one of those Korean sex schools. <laughs> Well, oh. that's not racist at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, they teach massage and... <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, if we didn't offend you before, people, <laughs> we certainly have now. Oh, yeah, well... See, this is the sad part. I can see where they're going to go that way. From these 20 minutes, I can totally see it. That's what, yeah. That's what because, what's his face? Uh, Dougie Douchebag is, or did I call him Danny Douchebag? Danny Douchebag. Mm-hmm. Danny Douchebag is dressed like a pimp. Yeah, yeah. And maybe they're like the head, they're the ones in line next to be pimps. And they all, and, and they had that chemistry, like you see in porn, where... <laughs> <laughs> Where you're like, wait a second. <laughs> I know that in the modern day, any any full time male porn star it swings every way oh, in order to make a living. Yeah, and they had that same chemistry. One, they were pretending they were interesting girls. That's true. Tell no, no, no. And I actually even said it to two of the guys that from their body language, they're definitely like strumping each other. Mm. They're definitely strumping each other. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. And the way she was stuffing food into her mouth before, maybe that was. <laughs> I don't know where that's going. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know what class she had next. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's the German series. <laughs> <laughs> that's the German series. And it's called Boys Before Schnitzels. <laughs> Oh, oh my goodness! Yes, no, <laughs> no, oh. oh, poor Germany. Uh, oh goodness me! Yes, that is the German series. It's all right. 
They're the best country in the world. They they are <laughs> literally <laughs> literally. Um, oh my goodness. Okay, so so they show the parents helping her out, or let's go with option B. Uh, they show the pimps training her up to be a high class hooker, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then the next day she's in school yep. and she's having an ice cream with her friend Curly Q. Uh-huh. This is pound cake we're talking about, people. You keep in track? Pound cake. Yeah. Pound cake and Curly Q are having ice creams, and they're chatting amicably on the school grounds. And oddly enough, mm-hmm. there's a building behind them, and the building has the name of the building on it. And it's literally called, I shit you not, Williamsburg Hall. Mm-hmm. This high-class prep school in Korea, and the building is called Williamsburg Hall. Because it's all being used as part of a set for a college Harry shoot. Oh, oh, oh. And so the American audience is oh. like... So you think oh. the Girls Gone Wild guy moved to Korea and started a show? Maybe. <laughs> I'm liking this. I think maybe we should do this going forward, that you give me your take on what's going on. Okay. And then I will give my impartial... Yeah, very objective. Uh, my objective opinion of how I think the show is going. Somehow, I see that being in every episode. Sex lives. <laughs> Are there sex lives? Oh, Obviously. Not, I mean, you don't always have to be a slave. <laughs> I mean, on, sometimes people are perfectly willing. But <laughs> <laughs> 12 years of sex lives. 12 years of sex lives. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you thought Tom is a slave was a hard watch. You wow. see that one. Wow. It's dark. You know what? 12 Years of Sex Life sounds like a great documentary on Netflix, actually. Yeah. You think America got better, but like... Oh, no, no. no. Modern America's just as no. bad. Wow. Whew. Yeah, okay. All right. So she's having an ice cream with Curly Q. <laughs> this... <laughs> Okay, so my version of it, she's having an ice cream with Curly Q on the school grounds. Your version of it, they're doing a practical exam outdoors on licking techniques because obviously ice cream and cones. Mm. Yes, yeah, no, that obviously, you, that, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense to me. Which one? Uh, what? The, the, the licking, the, the licking and the cones and the. the yeah, I mean, that, okay. I think that. Um, oh, we missed the swimming scene out, I think, now. Oh, yes, 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 that's right. And at one point, she's swimming in the pool mm. and she's doing lots of laps and she's done. This is pancake we're talking about at one point, And she gets out of. She can't get out of the pool. She's so exhausted. And Curly Q comes along and pulls her out of the pool. Yes. Yes. And I think it's after that that they're outside eating ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. And. Danny Douchebag and his trio of, 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 of Scarlet Pimpernels come along. Uh, amazingly enough, two guys in his posse have red hair. Rusty and the other guy had red hair too. But his red hair was more like Auburn. It went more to the brown, the other guy. If I remember correctly. I don't... I don't know. No. I don't remember the hair. They all, it all you were focusing on, on the ice cream. I eat... Well, of course. Of course. Well, I'm looking at the deeper things. So yes, that's my, my job as an analyst on this podcast. 
I'm looking beyond the this is obvious. True. You are the <laughs> analyst. I am the color commentator on this. Yes. So yes. 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 <laughs> In fact, you can call me Tommy Smythe of this broadcast. Mm. Yes. And you'll be the Scottish guy. I always forget his name, but I love when Scott, the him and Thomas Mike would do a game together. That's football for you heathens out there who don't know. Um, okay. So, Pancake and Curly Q are having an ice cream outside. Curly Q trips and falls over. And it's a very, like, clumsy yet unclumsy way she falls down. Yeah. And drops her ice cream on someone's shoe. Mm. And then you look up, and lo and behold, and I thought it was going to be like the school's headmaster, and they're going to be okay. in trouble. But no, it's Danny Douchebag's shoe. Mm-hmm. And she's all apologies, and he's being, of course, a total douchebag. And she's like bowing, and he's obviously telling her to kind of clean it up while the three guys in the background are just kind of chuckling and enjoying this whole scene. And then Pancake comes along and puts her two cents in. And uh, he basically tells her off and tells her, well, okay, if you won't let her kind of clean my shoes, you should clean my shoes. Yeah. Or at least that's the body language. Mm-hmm. And she kind of bows like she's going to do it. And then she takes her ice cream and jams it in his face, in his mouth, literally. Mm-hmm. So it was almost like she was snowballing. So I could see where you go with the sex thing. Yes. Because that kind of was like, yeah. It, did, it was yeah. like straight out of clerks. It's like, oh, oh he snowballs. Yeah. Oh, poof. Like right, yeah. Forced by situation going on there. <laughs> so I could see. I, I can, yeah. You know what? Now it's becoming clearer to me as we're analyzing yeah. this more. Yes. Yes. And he falls down mm-hmm. and doesn't know what to do. And Rusty's actually amused by this. And Rusty was our uh, 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 rich douchebag with character. And he was like going to live as a hobo in the summertime because he slept yeah. in a stairwell. Yes. And he actually thought that this guy should have gotten his comeuppance. Mm-hmm. Danny douchebag. I think, yes. And I see, I see down the line that Rusty's going to take over. I, I, I bet without even knowing it, he's the second in command. He's like the unofficial second in command. That's the way it always works. He's the second in command. And they'll look up to him the most after Danny Douchebag. And there'll be a point in the show where he's going to like take over the thing. Again. Yeah, yeah, where he tips the balance. Like, you're with me or you're with a lo- loser. Yeah. Yes. Because I got all the time. And then Danny right. Douchebag will have to you know, come around and by the end he'll be, he'll be down his luck and then they'll help him out. Or he'll run for president. Yeah. One or the other. Yeah. Yeah. And then afterwards, the last few minutes were basically at the Legion of Doom headquarters, which in this case was Danny and the douchebag that had basically the ultimate man cave. But to be fair, it was like, I mean, I expect it of kind of, I guess... Asian culture because it's kind of crazy and fantastical and a little bit like mad but if it was America it's kind of like the man cave I'd expect to be designed by like a 10 year old boy yes it was cool but everything was just had this zany edge to it that's like yes why you know what it was it was very it was very it was very anime that man cave mm. because it was they were playing they were playing a, 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 like a guitar hero Yes, they were. Like a bunch of them playing Guitar Hero, but there was a wall. It was obviously like a basement or a secluded thing. They had music going on. It was a wall, and the wall had like six screens 
But the screens were set up on the wall almost to look like little aquariums. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you caught that. No, I didn't. Okay, and they're playing... Two guys are playing... The, yes, the two henchmen are playing uh, uh, Guitar Hero, and they have a couple of girls hanging on them. Rusty is over by the music, and he's putting in a CD in the mm -hmm. CD player. And the music station has a bunch of, like, statues of guys playing clarinet, and obviously it's supposed to be, like, the jazzy yeah. part of the room. There was at least two pool tables, like billiards, yeah. right? There was a dartboard. Danny Douchebag was playing darts. Glow-in-the-dark darts. Glow-in-the-dark darts. There was a coat of arms with a shield and swords on one wall. Yep. There was uh, a wheel. What's the official word? Wheel? From a ship? From like a pirate ship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a yeah. captain's wheel was on the other wall. Yep. Yeah, you're right. It, it was like it was like a kid who grew up watching Tron and Pirates of the Caribbean and uh, 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 Color of Money mm. and and made and Mario Brothers and, and made a yeah. room. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a little. Um, it was kind of animated. It was yeah. it was a bit animated that that setup. And obviously, Danny Douchebag is bothered by the fact that Pound Cake literally like shoved the ice cream in his face. Rusty was kind of chuckling about it the whole time, and the two guys were playing Guitar Hero and not really bothered about anything. But Danny was like throwing those darts like with anger. Because he can't, he can't maintain an erection now. That's the thing. He only can maintain an erection when he's, you know, the little people bullying him. Oh, you think that's he's, what gets his oh, yeah. off? Yeah, he's like flaccid as anything uh, right now. He's been shamed. So he really needs an injection right in the peepee -pee to get it hard. Like yeah. most porn stars. I think so. I think that's what it is. He does. He needs that. Yeah. That little equalizer to help him through things. Yeah. I think he's, I think that's, he's, you know, without that, he's, there was actually, there is an anime. What is that anime? Is it, uh, no. Itchy the Killer. Have you ever seen Itchy the Killer? As an itchy and scratchy on the seasons? No. Okay. Itchy the Killer, it's an, it's an anime, it's a manga. Um, it was a cartoon, it was a manga cartoon. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then they also made a live action film of it as well. Oh, oh okay. Um, and it is about this guy called Itchy. Oh, wait a minute, was it like on the Netflix queue? I thought yeah. I saw it. It might have been on the Netflix queue. Yeah, maybe. Like, like, like literally like a couple of might flicks over. I didn't notice if it was. It, 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 it's a, it, oh no no! It was something called like Kill Kill. It was something called no, Kill I'd Kill. I'd be surprised if Richard the Killer was on. No, okay. it's a little, you know, it's a little age. Yeah, it's about this this young kid. He's basically like a psychopath, but he he gets off. He gets his rocks off by killing okay. and causing pain, and that's the only way he can get his rocks off. Uh, Literally, that's it. He learns from like a young boy. He like kills a rabbit and then gets his first hard. He like you know. Creams his pants after yeah, killing a rabbit. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. oh! And then he realizes from that day on that he gets this pleasure by killing and then he sets out. Uh, and he's like, an, I've seen that in books before. Like, they use yeah. it for like a really like psychopathic guy that, like, mm -hmm. you know, they set the dogs off on like a servant and the dogs are eating the servant and the guy's sitting there with a giant bone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, it's a pretty, oh, it's a, it's a good one. It's a, there's a lot. I wonder if it's an actual like condition and that's why these authors put it in. Maybe, probably. 
I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, yeah, just general, like, you know, sadists. Yeah, guess. sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But I'm so, thinking he's that. He's a sadist. He's scary. So. Although he looks, his general outer look is that he just has like a Ken doll thing going on down there, I reckon. Just like a molded, just like rounded, like, patch of nothing. <laughs> just oh, a yeah. hole. Danny Douchebag? Yeah, just a bum hole, that's it. Just so what you're saying, he's, he's like a mannequin from like a store. <laughs> yeah, so he, he looked like, I feel like that's yeah. what Actually, that's actually, I, I love finding when, when, when the styles change and the mannequins come in. Mm. And you go to the various stores and you know, they'll have like big dude stores and big girl stores and all of the mannequins. And the one that always fascinated me is just how excited those mannequins are. Because those nipples are like, you could cut glass with those nipples on those mannequins. Mm. Like, whose idea was that? Because technically if you're a clothing store, like especially for women, right? Mm. Because you're talking about boobs. You want to sell bras. If the nipple is just about ripping that shirt in two, because I mean that's what it looks like. Yeah. Why would you like make the nipples quite that hard? Well, so that you look at the so you would want to look at it. I guess it so. Makes you feel ooh. I guess hello. So yes. that when you're walking around with your man and you're like, I want that top, and he's like, I don't want you spending any money. Oh, hello. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you can buy that top. That's why. Yes, I think you're right. Well, that's it. When it, when it How can we make? How can we make that into money? People, buy our mannequins. We're going to make some. <laughs> yeah, super sexy ones. Super sexy <laughs> mannequins. <laughs> Holding a beer. Oh, did you, did you, oh my goodness. There, there's a piano store on Route 4. And we went to get the cups to put under the piano legs. Uh-huh. And right next door is like romantic... Oh, romantic depot. No, no, no. Oh, like... like Romantic for two or something like that. Romance oh, for two. Okay. You just gotta drive by and look at that window. That mm-hmm. window is something else. Yeah. And I, I remember when I saw it, I was just like, kind of like, is this the piano store? Like I was like all confused. It's like, what? <laughs> what is this here? <laughs> but it was it was most amusing. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so boys over flowers. What's going on there? I think it's pretty much what we said. Like you said, what we yeah, said. Sex, sex Academy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, so it's either a sex academy or it's about a girl finding her way through her early adolescence to becoming a woman. I mean, who would watch that? Well, I mean, that's basically all sex, pretty much, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. Isn't that how those things work? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, that's what TV shows are all about. Young women that become strong are all about like finding a guy and bagging them, right? I get, so especially American TV, all the American TV. It's all wait, wait, wait. Sex, this, and this, sex, and sex slaves and sex shows and sex men and sex women. <laughs> it's, it's a Korean TV show, so I've got to kind of rein you back. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, as I already said, we don't even have those in England. <laughs> I'm sure you I, don't. I've only ever seen a Korean in America, so as far as I'm concerned, they're an American venture along with everything else. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> so we're not getting a viewer listening to this <laughs> from Korea. I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen right now. <laughs> oh, goodness me. So, yeah. 
So boys over flowers. How many stars would you give boys over flowers? As 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 what you think it is? Yes. Two stars. Two stars. And what you think as it is? As what I think it is? Ten stars. Ten stars. <laughs> it was brave. They made brave choices. They, you know what? As what you think it is? They definitely made brave choices. Especially brave. with the two adults and the kid. Because mm. that was like broadening your sexual horizons right there. It's brave. It's the first Netflix show I've seen. Although I feel like there might be some more down the road. That is full on just sex. Sex, sex, sex. Sex, sex. sex. I think you're That's right. All it is. I think you're right. You, you know what? You might talk me into this in a few more episodes. <laughs> all I can say is... Thank God none of our celebrity friends stopped by to watch that show. We might have to change the genre of this podcast from like uh, food and drink entertainment to, you know, to adult uh, <laughs> education. Adult education, <laughs> okay. Well, you know, it's art. It's all art. Mm. That's that's what it is. It is all art. Yeah. It is all art. And I mean, who are we to argue with our muses? <laughs> right? I, I mean, I, no, I mean, I... I Exactly. I I'm, I can come up with a show. I wouldn't be able to come up with this. You know? What, no, what this, is, this, this, this was an impressive show. Yeah, I'd give it a two stars. It was a very impressive show. It's, it's very much the coming of age story. The bad acting. Although, oh, the part that we both love when, mm-hmm. when like Miranda and the two pussycats came out. And Miranda's not the leader of it. She said her name was Miranda. Yeah. And that's the only thing we caught. Yeah. But the girl who was like the leader of that group when they came upon pound oh, cake yeah. and she was eating, she literally said, "Oh my god!" And we just about like stood up and clapped. It was yeah. like so like, "Oh, this is a gimme. This it's, is like you yeah. know, I'm giving you a mulligan on this one because uh, here we go." Because she was outraged at the food that that pound cake was eating. That was yeah, that was good. I like that. That yeah. was very. Um... That was obviously like geared towards the Western audiences. Yes, yeah. that was very interesting. That made me, I was, I, that put my ears up. I was like, it, it, oh, oh, they're speaking English for like three words. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was definitely there. So, yeah. Boys over flowers. So, my guess is this is, uh, my version of it, mm-hmm. is this is a coming of age story of a young woman becoming a strong woman. Deflowered by boys. Why by boys? Why you gotta? Why you gotta be like a pig? Maybe she's gonna be deflowered by another girl. Q, I think Curly Q. I think yeah, because Curly Q like kind of magically appeared at the pool, you know, fully dressed. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, Curly Q, you don't have to swim. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, although there, I I can see a conflict of interest with her uh, waitress friend. The waitress friend. The waitress friend, like in the restaurant where she was working, mm-hmm. I can see the waitress friend like getting jealous of Curly Q. And the two of them having like I don't know like Jello mud. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say the two of them. Have you, not, have you not seen any any movies before? That's how it's resolved. They have an issue. That's how you resolve it. This is true. But you know what? That's life. That's what I do at work. When problems arise, I just have sex with the person and everything is good afterwards. That's fine. That's a, in, in fact, you know what, people? That's the thing. The world would be a much better place if you like argue with somebody on the highway and you just got out of the car and that other person got out of the car and you guys just had sex on the hot, hot asphalt. Oh, yeah. Re- problem solved. 
Objection sustained. Sustained. <laughs> right. So yeah, wait. Her waitress friend and Curly Q. I was mm-hmm. gonna say we're gonna duke it out, but then Rusty was gonna come along and provide free of charge uh, a wrestling ring filled with the Jello uh, or yeah. mud, mm-hmm. and then Curly Q and 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 uh, waitress friend were gonna wrestle in that, mm-hmm. and then because it was a really nice flavor of Jello, I don't know, like cherry or or kiwi, maybe even strawberry kiwi, mm-hmm. something nice like that. They would start like all of a sudden, t- like, oh, your fingers taste tasty. It's like, oh, your toes are tasty. And, uh-huh. you know, and working their way up and down and all around. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I think would happen. Yeah, I think that. If, I, I see that happening in like episode two. I, th- yeah, I think, if, yes, I think episode two, I think that is what happens in episode two. <laughs> I mean, I have no I idea what's going to happen in like episode 19. Episode 19, this is what I see in episode 19. Pound Cake mm-hmm. has literally bought the biggest strap on that there is to be had in the school. And she's basically <laughs> ruling with an iron dog. <laughs> That's what I think is happening. <laughs> well, yeah. That, yeah. That, yeah, that makes sense. Now I think about it. Yeah. You know, the, the Because the, the, the two star, like, coming of age story, that's mm-hmm. bullshit. This is her conquering everybody and her fears. Yeah. And STDs along the way. Mm. That's what I think. Which makes me believe that the show is sponsored by like a condom company or something. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. They didn't say who sponsored it. I guess so. I don't know. Well, uh, having said that, they uh, probably sponsored by Guitar Hero. At the very least. <sighs> you know what? I didn't even think of that. Good point. Guitar Hero is in there. Or, or who's Guitar Hero? Activision or Activision. EA? Activision. EA's rock band. Is it, oh, Activision. Well, my bad. Hero. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go, folks. So, Boys Over Flowers. It's a very subtle and interesting examination of the sex industry. Mm. That's what I think it is. It's mature. It's, it's mature. It gives it a uh, human side, if you will, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. It's, it it's, not, it's not like just gratuitous. It's Deep psychologically speaking. Mm. I mean, yeah. If you were just a normal, but you know, if you didn't do this professionally like we do, you might not even. You wouldn't see catch that. No, 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 no. You wouldn't catch that. No, not at all. Not at all. It's yeah. It's done purposefully subtly. It's very subtle. Yes. Yeah. It, or as we say, as I say in England, it's done well subtle. Well subtle. Is that? Is that? Is that? Always done well subtle. Is that a, is that a proper British phrase? Oh, it's phrase? well subtle. Oh, yeah. uh, so, uh, so I have a question. Oh, by the way, um, before well, let me let me mm-hmm. do this. So, boys over flowers, we saw it. You should probably go watch it if you got a big tub of Vaseline or something and you want to enjoy yourself. Um, we reviewed Jamaican Delight Restaurant and their beef patties and cocoa bread. Your uh, verdict? Very tasty and nice. Yes, I enjoyed it a lot. It was like a bit. It was like a little like an older brother. Of an empanada. Yes, except the crust is different because the empanada has the kind of like just the hard crunch because yes. it's deep fried. But this is like a baked flaky crust. Mm. It, it's it's more pastry like, but it like is. you said, very balanced with the seasoning. Even though it was spicy, it was very very nice. Mm-hmm. The cocoa bread is a nice sweet. It's almost like a sweet Hawaiian roll, like mm-hmm. the Hawaiian uh, for for burgers. Yeah. So it's it's very nice and definitely coconut taste mm-hmm. in it. Um, Flying Fish Brewing Company from Somerdale, New Jersey. The Pescado Dorado, which is an ale brewed with apricot and saffron. 
Very nice. Yeah. Easy to drink. And yeah. I'm actually like we, we we had this one big bottle. I think we could easily go through a couple more. Yeah. If we had them, but then that show would have gotten very different. Oh yeah. I think review. I, if we did that, we'd have seen we'd have seen a lot more that we hadn't already seen. You would, but I mean, to be fair, it probably took halfway through the podcast before I even saw through them. This is the true. of the whole. Well, thing. this is why you're the analyst. I'm really well, just a color commentator. You know, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So the beer was delicious. The food was delicious. Go buy both if you can. And boys over flowers. You might think it's just a coming of age story for a young girl in a fancy school, mm-hmm. but it is a lot more. You just got to read the subtitles. Mm-hmm. Well, turn them off because they're going to confuse you. <laughs> okay, I, I don't think the subtitles would help you. No, 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 no yeah. No, no, no. But I think I think you're right. I I think your analysis yeah. is right on point. Good. Yeah. And I think we're starting. I think starting as we mean to continue. I think. I think yes. forward, I'm gonna find some more yes. subtleties. I think I think that works actually. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, this is uh, episode eight of what's going on here. We discovered we we have reached a new plateau of our investigative powers. I believe. Yeah. Thanks to the efforts of young Mister Quigley. Yeah, I've reached my ten thousand hours. Yeah. And now I'm, yeah, I'd say I'm pretty much an expert. I, I, yeah, I would definitely say expert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right, folks. Thanks for listening in, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. See ya.